Paddy and Maz, the podcast. G'day, this is Paddy and Maz. This is our podcast, and this was the week where discussion reigned about what I did or didn't say. I didn't say panties. You did just then. I or did then, but not <laughs> on air when discussing the rugby league. Now, what were you trying to say? Just the panties. See, it's the same word. The, the panties. Way, the way you just said it is the same. It's, it's not. I don't put a T in there. The pennies. Pennies. <gasps> P-A. Also, <laughs> also, the worst Central Coast roads, because it was good news that the member for Robertson, Gordon Reid, announced $40 million for roads on the Central Coast, which yeah. is good. Well, we thought we'd, um, you know, put the call out to get listeners to tell us where the worst roads are. It'd so, be good if we could have understood what they said. There's a bit of a lost in translation <laughs> moment on the show there. Mazzy's uh, made a big switch too. I have switched my supermarket officially and then they found out about it yeah. and then they're doing everything to get me back in the doors. Uh, well, the actual thing was Maz was kicked out of the supermarket. That's untrue. This particular supermarket. And Janine, we weren't speaking ill of Janine we, from Lizaro. We, we were not speaking. I was not speaking Thank ill you. of Janine. And <laughs> she made the call to the show on 13353. But this is all on our podcast. It sure is. Patty and Maz, the podcast. If you think Patty and Maz had great ideas all the time, you'd probably be wrong. It's now time for the Wheel of Wishful Thinking. Yes. Uh, we love doing this because ideas we come up with that are just put, in, put on the side, given the big poo bar, and we so, decide to stick them on the wheel. Yeah, because we do, we pitch a lot of stuff in our meetings and a like. lot of it gets some eye rolls and it gets shut down, but and we don't want those ideas to go wasted. That's right. And so we say we're going to stick it on the wheel of wishful thinking, which we do, all different wedges, and whatever wedge it lands on, we go in your face. This is what we're going to do. You say in your face, face Jace. Jace, because he's our boss. That's yeah, the yeah. Boss who and we're going to get the ideas. shirts made up in your face, Jace. We are getting merchandise. And only one call to be successful when we do this. Yeah, which I, that's my favourite part about yeah, this. Yeah. Is like one call is success equals success. Big old success. Right. Okay. Um, oh, this. I, well, I it's a leap year. This. Yeah, but how you're celebrating the leap year? And I actually objected to this one. Why did you object to it? Well, it's a leap year. One in four. Yeah, exactly. So Who what celebrate? If... No one celebrates the leap year. Oh, no, Feb 29. What if you were born on Feb 29 and you only get a birthday every four years? Or what if you Good decided you. to get married on, on a leap year on the 29th of Feb and you only get to celebrate your actual proper anniversary actually, on today because it, it's Feb 29? It could have been on that Saturday that you got married. A lot of people get married on Saturday. It could have been on that Saturday, which was the 29th of Feb many years ago. Well, so, so my friends, I have friends, Nicole and Ruben, and they decided to get married on the 29th of February 2016 yeah. because they liked the idea of having a bit of a special, like they did it to be extra out of the box and special. And it would be good to know, do you then celebrate on the 28th of Feb or do you go to the 1st of March? That's it. And we have got, if you call, as we said, one call to be successful around here. Rock at the Races 2024, coming up Saturday 23rd of March. Triple M is presenting this. It's going to be massive. That's great. So you'll be seeing the Black Sorrows, Richard Clapton, the Radiators and more. Tickets are available to buy at ticketmaster.com.au. But as you said, we've got a double pass to give away for our How? best caller this morning if on 13353. How are you celebrating in the leap year? It's a leap year, guys. It's a special day. Don't you feel it? I don't even think they should have gone on the wheel. Beck of North Gosford. Good morning, Beck. Hey, Beck. Hi, guys. Okay, all right. Are you celebrating something special today, Feb 29? 
I sure am. My daughter, Sienna, it's her 16th birthday today, all four, depending on what you say it as. We got one. And what is your daughter's name, Beck? Sienna. 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 Happy birthday, Sienna. So she's 16 in um, human years. But four, but in, four leap in leap years. years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. And, and Beck, does normally, does she celebrate on the 28th or does she go the 1st of March when celebrating her birthday? We do the 1st of March because my thinking is she's born the day after the 28th of February. So we do the 1st of March. Oh. There you go. There you go. Very logical. Well, happy birthday, Sienna. Happy birthday. And thank you for calling Beck. Thanks, Beck. You've you've saved thank us you. you've saved us from embarrassment. Oh, you've made this segment <laughs> successful, Beck. Yes. So thank you so much. Patty and Maz, the podcast. Morning Central Coast. I want an apology from Hannah from your minor beach. Please call now, Hannah. Oh, what's Hannah said? What? Well, she's Hannah upset you. What has she said? From your minor beach said, Paddy Gerard, she's text on 0482081077. She said, Paddy Gerard, please never call the Panthers the panties again. <laughs> you did say that when we were no, doing the footy uh, tips. No? No. Let's have a listen because it, we had Jodie from Gorican call at about 10 past eight this morning for round one of our footy tipping thanks to Avoca Beach Bolo. Okay. It did. It sounded to me like well, you said panties well, when we were talking about the Panthers. Let's have a listen. Friday the 8th of March, Amy Park in Melbourne, the Panthers, current premiers, taking on the Storm. I think Panthers. Go the panties. Go the pennies, no, not the no, panties. No, it sorry. was go the pennies, no, the Penrith pen. I did not say you shouldn't go have the replayed panties. that audio because it, it <laughs> made you Zach, so guilty. I did not say. I've never used that word panties. You said panties. I did you not. Said it I about did four times. I, hang on, today. hang on. <laughs> Friday the eighth of March, Amy Park in Melbourne, the Panthers, current premiers taking on the Storm. I think Panthers. Go the panties. It was the panties. I did not say the panties. Who says the panties anyway? Me. Everyone says, I'll go the panties. No, they Yes, they do. Panther supporters, give us a call. We'll get on to Cobby, the number one Panther supporter. I or would... Dennis. Dennis, give us a call. I would like to hear from somebody else on the, this. Go I, the don't... Pen... The... I don't believe Penrith you. Penrith panties. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Patty and Maz, the podcast. Austin Wakeman. Austin's 18, a couple of weeks, so we sang happy birthday. Oh, that's nice. Did you embarrass anybody last night? Yeah, (laughs) Janine, I did. That's become my regular question on a Wednesday for Patty. I'm like, how has Bingo? Did you embarrass or humiliate anybody? And Janine from Lizero, who calls the show, also Sandy B, what they did, and this was... This is wrong, what they did last night. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Because a couple of weeks ago, I got them up to sing Happy Birthday and Janine just lost it. She just. I remember had, you saying she, did, she didn't want to do it. Yeah. She just couldn't do it. So Sandy, we had to come up. And because I did that, so what they did, they got nine ping pong balls last night, put number six, and they put them all into the bingo barrel where the balls are. Oh. Unbeknownst to me, they oh, got there early. With they've the bingo tampered barrel. with the bingo barrel and the bingo balls. And I'm there, someone's put all these new balls in. But what they forgot to do was put the latch, latch on properly. Oh, no. So when we did the first spin oh, no. in the game one, all the balls go everywhere. <laughs> They're sitting there laughing like galoots. <laughs> anyway, they then present me with a present. And I open it up 
and it was the plastic covering where all the ping pong balls went. I still didn't have any idea. Oh, that's hilarious. And they're talking, it's about your balls. And what about my balls? What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, and, oh, the bingo balls. So they were the culprits and have been banned. I kicked them out. Oh, they have been banned. They were on the wind. We love those types of shenanigans. Uh, Yeah, and Janine from Lizero has called through uh, right now. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning, Janine. Good morning. How are you? Well, how is it that you're banned from bingo now for a, uh, (laughs) got an hour ban last night? Embarrassing. You know what, Patty, but again, you made me sing. Yeah. Well, that was the one. And, hang on, hang on. I choose But now f- I know that you're a poo boy. <laughs> <laughs> this ups the game a little bit now. <laughs> I am not just a poo boy, thanks, oh Janine. I am a. Patty, <laughs> uh, you are my gold star stool nirvana. I wish I were here with you. I could give you a huge hug. So that's the American interpretation. Ours is just poo boy. <laughs> oh, that's amazing, Janine. You're banned for two weeks now, oh, Janine. Oh, yeah, so thank but you. Please call the show anytime. Yes, yes, yes Janine. Yeah, game's not over yet, Patty. Yeah, bring it on, homie. Yet. Bring it on. Oh, okay. See you, Janine. Patty and Mass, the podcast. I'm all ears. Oh, I am all ears, Mazzaroni. I made the switch, guys. Yeah, I, I, did know, it. I, I did it. I did it. What? Excited. What drove you to make the switch, Mazz? Okay, well, uh, we were talking, we have had a huge whinge on this show about the cost of living and the price of groceries. Some more than others. And, yep, that's true. And I have noticed that my grocery bill incrementally each week is just getting more and more eye-watering. And we've had a talk about Aldi. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to give it a go. And so what I did, I went to do the grocery shop the other day and in my brain, I was like, okay, we're going to do it. We're going to give Aldi a try. I'm going to be open-minded. I'm going to get there and I'm going to do the thing and do the shop and see how we go. But what happened, Patty, is I was thinking all these things in my brains about Aldi and then I've got the trolley and I start, I do the fruit and veg shop first. I've got some bananas and some stone fruits there and then I realised after I put four or five things in my trolley that I was at Woolies. (laughs) See, this is what I'm dealing with every day. And I was like, oh, no. So you had to put them back. So, well, then I had to make a decision. I was like, do I just... Make try and make the switch another time because I'm here and I've already I've already put my so you've gone to the wrong so you've gone, to the, in, you've gone the tro- to the wrong supermarket the wrong supermarket okay. just totally on autopilot yeah. and it was the afternoon and you know how when you're a shift yeah, you worker tired. and we are shift workers you we got, said shift worker though you got shift worker Work out, you get exactly a bit loopy right. in the afternoon oh you so do I did I thought you know what I've got a bit of time I'm going to do it so I put everything back the people at Woolies would have thought I was mad and she then is. I wheeled the empty trolleys <laughs> put it back in got my trolley saver out and then I went over the road uh, and I went to Audi and I did a shop and it was noticeable the pricing yes. at the end was noticeable it is it, it is was phenomenal noticeable it was enough for me to go okay I th- I see the light I understand and I didn't mind it because it was less busy I could still do my self-serve I'm a bit of a control freak so I like the self-serve oh, because I know that. the people who do it for you sometimes don't do it properly and then that's just causes oh, me do you grief. like doing the self-serve I prefer the self-serve see me being lazy yes I love when they've got a checkout person this is why we're a great radio duo <laughs> because you've got the balance you've got the balance of but... control freak and laziness <laughs> well Mazzy I have been going to LD for sometimes off and on there are certain things i get at the other supermarkets it, that was but the, there were only three items on my list that yeah. then i had to go back to woolies to get it's you know a particular type of coconut milk that they don't it's a couple of little things but other than that 
I'm sold. I was like, I think this is going to be my new normal. I just have to make my brain understand that for next week. Let's go week. to the right, right shop. <laughs> Don't yeah, go to the wrong supermarket good. again. <laughs> oh, what an idiot. Poor Glenn. <laughs> Patty and Maz, the podcast. Would you, come, would you come back to Australia ever, do you think? We do want to come back to Australia. The kids love it here. We, I mean, summertime at this time of year, it's just, you can't beat it. You yeah. were telling us earlier about, like, the schedule is pretty hectic. Like, you guys have got a lot of shows on, but are you carving out a bit of family time? Like, do you get to schedule that in when you're planning all these shows? Yeah, we found this, like, weird balance of, like, making family time happen just because we not, we're non-stop. After this, the kids literally go to America and they've got shows the very next weekend at the Supercross, so... They're ambassadors for the Stasic um, Stability Cycle, which is an entry-level um, kids' bike, electric for, for motorcycles. So there's always something. But the kids do the Aussie school curriculum. Mum's like the mum, the wife, the teacher, the cleaner. She's a lot of wears a lot of hats. The unsung hero. Oh. <laughs> and did you, did you always think, oh, the kids will get into motorbikes? Did- I didn't want them to. Yeah. Uh, first I told them how to, golf, how to play golf, but my swing's horrible, so... There was more than one handicap there for them. But uh, we, they, they surf, they wakeboard, um, they ride dirt bikes. They've been racing street bikes. Cruz did really well last year and, and got some uh, wins in the American Road Bike Championship. And then Jagger's about to follow in Big Brother's shoes here soon. So we just mix it up for them. But definitely they're around the world's best riders every day. And so naturally they're really good at it. And mate, what about this year? There's a big project coming can you give us any... Oh, here he goes. <laughs> is there any, any... Come on, what is there? After everything you've done, after everything you've done, up the building in Las Vegas, on the water, uh, for... Was it uh, James Bond? Was that the James Bond movie? Yeah, Daniel, uh, well, Return of Alexander Cage. Uh, yeah, sorry, Return of Alexander Cage, which has been Diesel for Triple X. Uh, but, yeah, double Daniel Craig. Recently doubled Jason Statham and have stayed in touch with him. And so... With this big project I'm working on, Jason might come on and, and, and uh, be an EP with me on, when we're working on that. But uh, it's just, honestly, like when I started this, I've been asked a lot of times, like, where, where does your career end, you know? Uh, I think a lot of journalists were frightened that I might have some crazy, you know, accident or something like that. And I'm like, honestly, I'm following, like, my passion here. And, and, my, and now that I'm flying aircrafts and skydiving, base jumping, it's just leading all to one point and all arrows pointing in, in to follow Evil Knievel and try and replicate the jump that he failed. So. Oh, when so, you so say that's not a giveaway. So that's not a giveaway. No, when not at all. you say all those things that you fly planes and you're base jumping and I'm like, oh, I just love bushwalking and I feel really lame in your presence. <laughs> Well, don't. You know, the bushwalking is amazing, though. Like, with our kids, we try to just appreciate the moment, and that's what's uh, it's important to do that. If you're, like, always just stuck on these crazy things, it can, like, really create imbalances. So mm. it's just, like, for me, this is the last step of, like, what I set out to do, and after that I'm hanging the boots up. But Come mate, bushwalking. Oh, I'll get a new knee and I'll be... <laughs> I did notice you were very down to earth, because as we walked in here to the stadium, you were walking out with a kettle to boil the kettle to get a cup of coffee. You are still grounded. Well, I'm keeping the wife... They say happy wife, happy life, so she wants a coffee. Oh, that is so good. It's so good. Now, uh, Robbie, mate, um, tomorrow it's going to be a huge, sensational day. So where are you heading up to? Wollongong after that? Yeah, so, you know, t- tomorrow's a really special um, moment for all of us just because we lost one of our riders yeah. this week. So yeah. we're, we're um, dedicating this weekend's show to J.O. Archer. He's like... Um, 
it's, it's definitely a sore point for all of us, but it's, um, you know, we just want to honour him because he means so much to us. And it's a, it's a shame, you know, like life's so fragile and we've lost so many of our friends through other things, you know, just simple things in life. And, you know, it's just, it doesn't matter where it can, it can take you anywhere. So, you know, it's important to be safe and to like really be mindful of your situations yeah. and, and, and analyse and think about what could go wrong in worst case scenarios and that's why I try and breed in my, into my kids but tomorrow's show you know we have some of the world's best riders and I'm really proud of the Freestyle Kings we have a show that's like we're replicating it the the level of of the, the riding is un, un, like unmatched and uh to be able to pull off what they do in our show it's 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 really great entertainment so it's just it's really a thrilling show and it's for families and you know we have had some crashes in our show but we have the airbag technology and we've had no injuries so it's it's a it's a happy ending here and and we're just excited to put on a great show the second half is un- insane and we're excited to dedicate this one to Jo. Yeah, Love that's it. sensational. Unreal. And, and with everything you've achieved in your career, is there something that you go, oh, I would like to do that? Is there one thing? Oh, Bushwalk with Maz would be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, be on Triple M with Patty and Maz or the Bushwalk. They've got to be the top two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want to get top of a cliff and go, Triple M. <laughs> see, see if it echoes, you know? <laughs> but when Bushwalk, how do you go with leeches? The leeches with the wet weather and the humid weather, how do you go with leeches? Oh, mate, I'm a bleeder. I'd, I'd probably be collecting I'd, I'd have them all over me i used to grow up i grew up in the bush so i'd always come home and have leeches all over me but you just take some salt with you right yeah. something like that or yeah. someone can wear on your leg i don't know if that works but i've heard i've heard it's or a parachute you just go up the top of the cliff and jump off right jump. there we go yeah, yeah. there you go now i might be doing that but no honestly like i think uh in the future i just want to you know I'm, i've almost completed my pilot's license so i just got a couple of things to finish off there and i'm excited to go flying it's like my dream was to always fly and that's why i got into riding dirt bikes because i could fly for a little bit and they've obviously got a lot bigger but you know i'd like to stay out there for a lot a lot longer in the future so i don't know if you hear some crazy acrobats over the Wongong area it might well be me in the future <laughs> robbie madison thank you for joining us today on triple it's right, always a pleasure thank you. thank you patty and mass the podcast what are, you, what are you doing? Um, this is Lance. Hello, Lance. Hello. Patty. I believe I'm doing a hot... It's called a hot lap in the biz. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to get on the back of a bike and we're going to just fang around. Right. Is that all right with Robbie you? Robbie Madison, uh, is this dangerous? <laughs> Ma- Mazzy. Like, Maddo, Mazzy, I think, you know... She, Maserati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I think she's built, she's built for speed. I'll be fine as long as I don't have to... I said if I, if I have to ride, like, drive the bike, is that what we say, drive it, then we'll be in trouble. If I just have to sit there and scream... I'll be fine. But Lance has never done this before. <laughs> Lance works at Woolies. <laughs> yeah, Lance is um, one of the craziest guys on tour, and he actually does a backflip with a with the passenger on the bike. So just make sure you know where he's going to take. We're it. not practicing that today, are we? Oh, we'll see how we feel. Oh, okay. Lance, I'll give you a hundred bucks. No, I'll give you two hundred bucks. To- <laughs> I'll throw you some money too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's All right. Thank you. All right. Okay. So we're going to commentate it. Robbie Madison and I will commentate. Okay, great. Uh, with you. Score. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm getting scored. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Best of luck. Thank you. Thank you, Mazzy. Mazzy. Okay, Robbie, so here we are. She's crazy, isn't she? Oh, yeah. I realise that um, yeah, your, your, your co-host is... She's a wild one, right? Yeah, mad as a hatter. Yeah, uh, mad as a hatter. Mad as a hatter. What's a bit of background about Lance, though? Oh, Lance is... Um, yeah, he's actually, like, great 
athlete and all rounder. So Lance does all our social media for the for the tour. He designs logos. He's really like um, a one stop shop. He's, he's a very very good guy. But he does uh, in the show. They do a pillion passenger thing where him and Rye get on the bike and he hits the full size ramp and they do double tricks. So he's the best pilot for Maz at this point. And so but, what? So you got the bike here. You got the motorbike. Um, Mazzy's going to what? Hop on the back. Hold on to Lance or what goes? Yeah, I think she's going to hold on to Lance around the waist, probably around the waist, and then her toes are going to go on the on the foot pegs here because the main issue for Mazzy is burning her leg on the exhaust pipe. It gets oh, super right, hot. Right, so okay. I just try to identify I'm not sure she picked up on it, but I think she's aware. Yeah. Maz, you know, watch your leg on the exhaust pipe. I've heard. Yeah. I did actually burn my leg on the exhaust of a moped on the Gold Coast, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> okay, oh, Lance. This is the bike that we flip in the show. So right. Perfect. Second set of foot pegs on this bike. Yeah, so we have um, my foot pegs, and then uh, right at the back, right at the back of the seat, and I'll set, and you, she's got to hold on tight. So is that all hold on tight to your dreams, Mazzy? Oh, I'll tie your shoelaces. You don't want to get that caught in the chain. Well, don't tie up because it's the fashion, but I'll tuck them in, so it should be good. If we see a shoe go flying off, we know why. My priority is looking good on the back of a bike. Okay, okay? all right. Don't forget we've got a show on Monday. <laughs> we need it back in the studio, right? Uh, it's a lovely week. Oh, yeah. uh, so nice to see you again, Robert. Uh, no worries. She's just trying to warm up the judges now. I think we're set. Uh, Mazzy's on the back with Lance, absolute champion. And so will they do a backflip? Well, it's, it's definitely possible the backflip could happen. Yeah. Um, you know, with Lance, you just never know. He's full of surprises, this man. Okay. Here we go. Uh, we're suited and booted. Mazzy looks great on there. She looks like yeah. um, she's done this before. She certainly is holding on with a vice-like grip. There she goes. So is this where they a bit of a warm-up here? Yeah, a little bit of, I think he's taking her on the parade lap here, yeah. getting a show of the venue. Oh. Right, they're sizing up the ramp. Look at Lance. Okay, and Mazzy's going, do I have to? He's given the, the fist if, pump. If he was anything like me, I'd ride past the ramp just to make you think, like, be <laughs> unsure. But, uh, he's quite a gentleman. Yeah. Really? But Mazzy's like, she hasn't let go of her grip at all. No. Look, <laughs> she's ready to hit this jump. Holy hell. It was like when she went out with her husband, Glenn, on the first day. Yeah. Uh, didn't let him go then and still yes. let him go now. Here we she go. reminds me of Cool Runnings with that helmet on. Oh, oh here we go. He's done it. Here we go. Oh, no. Oh, he showed it. So that's the running speed. Yeah. So she's getting a bit of a feel so for... Are they going to go up on that first one there? Well, in the show, that's what Lance does. Oh, and it's right absolutely right. crazy. They do the pillion thing. I think he's just trying to let... think oh, Mazzy lead her to believe that that might happen, but... Yeah, yeah Mazzy! <laughs> this is great. I'm glad. I'm glad it's there and not me, mate. <laughs> oh, the scores are in. I gave you 107.7. That's great. Tune in. Lance, I thought you were going to go up. Do you know what? He pulled around, he got there, and he... He's like, I said, this is what we do when we're lining up for the jump line. We're not doing the jump, are we? We're not. He's like, no, no, no. I'm just going to show you how fast we have to go. I'm like, oh, God, thank God. That was a fine performance, Mazzy. Oh, my Congratulations. God. Congratulations. Like, oh. How's that entry speed? It, it gets up and goes, right, when you turn in? It, I've got a real rush happening. Like, it's a post-gym high like I've never experienced. And I just sat here. It was great. Well, well done. Thank, thank you, you, mate. Lance. No worries. Thank Thanks, you, Robin. Buddy. Thank you, guys. It's a pleasure. pleasure, mate. Yeah, well done, thank Mazzy. You. Can I take the helmet off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Patty and Maz, the podcast. One more sleep. One more sleep till what? Wednesday. Yeah, and then we have to take Hannah to the airport. Oh no! I this know. Is amazing.
Deja, how are you My feeling, darling little Dad? daughter at 20 years of age is going overseas for the first time. Well, not for the first time, but by herself. She's going with the boyfriend. Going with the boyfriend, Liam. And yeah. how long are they set to be away for? Two months. So they've got two months overseas. They uh, touch down. They go from Sydney to Saudi Arabia, to Dubai, I should say, from Dubai to London. They've got a week in London. Then they're going to Paris. Oh, wow. And they're going through Europe. They're going to Berlin. They're going to Munich. Oh, they're doing the total, yeah, the total yeah. round the world oh, thing that you do in yeah. your 20s. They, oh, I love it. They converted, um, they converted 300 Aussie dollars to the pound on the weekend. Oh, gosh. 150. <laughs> I bet her wallet was a lot lighter after that. 150. Are they taking cash? Yeah, they're doing, oh, cash. They're, they're doing some cash, and then they've got their card, got you know, with their pay and that. But uh, as a parent, you're just going, oh, how are you poor feeling? Heaven. That's I well, can't even imagine what that feels massive. like. It's massive because Kirsten and I, it's massive because around the coast here, you know, phone call away. But when they're so far yeah, overseas, all, all the way on the other oh, side of the, the world, world Mazzy. And we're going. And I said, well, last night after dinner, I said, now, darling, I want your itinerary of where you're going. Absolutely. And you want your, the phone numbers, all the places you're staying because she's staying in some hostels, they're staying in some Airbnb and all that sort of stuff. Sure. So, And then some, when they get over there in Portugal, they haven't got uh, Portugal or Berlin, they haven't got places to stay, but they'll find those places. But um, as a parent, and just go, now don't do this. Now, darling, what you've got to do, don't let, last night it was, don't let people know how much money you've got, because what, seriously, over there, full of scams. Everyone's out to get you. They, and they, they can spot a happy young couple who are on a holiday <laughs> from a mile off. And just said, so you know, love. And in a hostel, I said, you know, you take your little lock and key padlock. Yep. So, and not too small because I'll just break that off. <laughs> <laughs> and we said to Liam last night, are your mum and dad telling you all these things? And he went, Yes, yeah. he's copping it from both sides. <laughs> That's great. The yeah. money, the money wallet one that you can—it's like a bum bag. That's yeah. a good one. So you've always got. So you wear it under your shirt. That's yeah. a good tip for hand. Yeah. So you can pop your money and your cards, and but you just wear it on your persons, but it doesn't look like you're wearing anything on your persons. Yeah. That's a good one because you can just sleep with that on, and no one's going to find that in these countries where there's millions and millions of people. Uh, that's what they do. That's what their job is to rip people off. There are scammers everywhere. Every single where. Oh, wow. uh, So tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow's the big day. Are you taking them to the airport? Oh, Hannah, yeah. Hannah, we'll we'll be taking Hannah. Uh, Kirsten and I, and then Liam will be going with his mum and dad. Oh, that's cute. And then uh, the parents going to go and have a sad coffee together after, maybe, and console each other. Like I said, I'm just going to cry all the way home. Yeah, she probably will. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, for eight weeks. The house will be much quieter. It'll be uh, so cool. <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't know. I don't know. Poor Bezzy. Bezzy's oh, going to get all your affection for the next couple even, of months. Even more than what he gets normally now. <laughs> but no, what a eight weeks away. Oh, How she's going to have eh? the best time. Absolutely, It's going to be great. Patty and Maz, the podcast. You're going to have to, oh, you're going to have to help me out today. Blood. What's going oh, on? You're yesterday. just oh, a bit of a hot mess. Falling apart, I was yesterday. Well, I think it was on Friday, went home, and for some reason I had to, because we're getting the stairs down the side done. G'day, Mickey, uh, down the house. And, and all the, um, what they call the carport and the level and the, the bloody platforms and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> the landings. So, so you're renovating. <laughs> Still renovating. <laughs> anyway, so we had to use underneath the house. And on Friday, underneath the house, and there's this big step. Anyway, I missed it. Oh, and then, no. boom, over I went. And... Uh, 
So anyway, my hip yesterday got up. My hip was bloody playing up. Oh, no. Because you missed the step. Yeah, yeah. So that was playing up. And then because. (laughs) You've done your hip. Okay. (laughs) And then. Oh, this is uh, is a slippery slope. And then you know how I got the mole cut off the back of my, at my back. Yeah. So that was a bit flared up because I, I showed you the pictures, a bit red. Yeah, thanks for that. I mean, watching that. So I've still got five stitches in there. So that was playing up. Then last night at dinner. Oh, God, there's another thing. Yeah, there's two. Uh, last night at dinner, I was crooking the guts because it was oh, Hannah. that's pretty normal. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a regular Sunday afternoon for you. And I said, geez, Kirst, I'm feeling sick in the guts. Not too sick to have my double chocolate indulge ice cream. Oh, no, well, so that would have had nothing through. to do with it. Do you know, just quickly on the, I think you might have IBS, but do you know, because you do get sick in the guts a bit. <laughs> One thing that I've noticed in the last seven weeks doing this show. Um, I do. You do, and it's fine. No, but, but like, I... is there something that sets it off well, there was that no... you can identify? What I think I did, I bought these peanuts yesterday, these cashews, and geez, I love a cashew. So I think I had did about Did you buy half... peanuts or cashews? They're two different oh, things. cashews. I, the, 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 the cashew would come from the peanut family, though. It's from the nut family. Well, the nut it's family. It's not from the peanut family. Oh, well, bloody hell, Miss, Mrs. Particular over oh there. My God. Anyway, so I got the uh, the cashews. You got the cashews. Uh, salted. Uh, yes, good have choice. Salt. Yes. So I had half of that packet and I said to Kirst, that could be the problem. But then, and okay, so, so was... maybe cashews. I'm writing this down because I want to investigate your gut issues <laughs> further. Yeah, but I didn't. Uh, there Cashew was no out- allergy <laughs> potential. <laughs> there, was no, there was no outcome with the sick gut. So, oh. yeah. So oh, soldiers... internal. <laughs> so I was, I was able to move on from that. Maybe it's coming I mean, out then... your back. <laughs> That's why it's so sore. And then I'm lying in bed. I'm going, oh, jeez, my bloody ear. What's wrong with your ear? Well, remember, I had swimmer's ear a couple oh, of weeks ago. Yeah, swimmer's ear. And so I had to go down. Kirst goes, what's wrong now? What's <laughs> I could get my eardrops that I had from two weeks ago and put a couple of drops in. So apart from that, though, I'm feeling mighty fine. Oh, that's good to know. I'm feeling mighty fine. Well, you look rubbish. (laughs) (laughs) Patty and Maz, the podcast. I saw this on Instagram and I've saved it for today because it definitely needs some airtime. Are you guys a cards playing family? Look, (laughs) not really. But I have had one or two games of what we're going to talk about. You know. I mm-hmm. call it you know. Others call it Uno. I don't really care what you call it. It's one of the best card games for a family oh, ever. I haven't played you know since March last year. So It's a very specific time that you played it mm, last year. Any reason? Robert, yeah, we were of the Gold Coast. It was a family <laughs> holiday. <laughs> So we're over the Gold Coast. So Every was, March, the yeah. Gerards get around a table and they crack out a game of you know. It was after the 20th. It was late March too, so it's okay. been a year. When was the last time you played Uno? Uh We played all the time. We actually oh, have you know Flip, which is the double set. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. I want to just focus on um, the OG Uno right now because Uno itself, yes. the company, has officially confirmed a rule. And I want to know on 13353, what house rules people play with and if there's a variety and if you're going to get on board with what Uno have said. So Uno have said, officially confirming, that you cannot play a draw two on top of another draw two. Now, explain to the uninitiated, a draw two on a draw two. So if we're playing Uno and I lay a draw two and Patty's next, Mm -hmm. in my house, 
if you have a draw two, instead of drawing two cards, you can put a draw two on the draw two and the next person has to draw four and so on and so forth with only draw two cards of any colour. Uh, and you know we're saying, nope, that's not a rule, Maz, sorry. If somebody puts a draw two down, right. the next person has to draw two and that's their the oh, so only, it's only play. One. Oh, it's, it's the only, only one play they play. can do. Uh, that's right. You okay. can't do a draw two on a draw two. And, and we do the same for a draw four. If someone has a draw four, and usually Glenn will be the person that will put a draw four on a draw four because it's just mean. To, does the next person have to pick, pick up eight? Correct. Yes. Oh, I know. Well, you I don't want to play Uno in that place. No, good. Bloody vicious. big issues. So the thing is, so Uno's put this statement out. They're saying you cannot put a draw two on top of a draw two. Sorry. So you only do one play and that's it? Yeah, one play and then you draw your two cards and then the next person gets to go and it keeps oh, going around. Okay. And I don't, I feel like the yes. house rule that we have where you can just smash people with a couple of draw twos in a row. You, you can do three people and you, that person got to draw six. Fun. Doesn't that make it more fun? I know it sometimes it makes it more vicious. Yeah. When the kids play, they get upset, but that's all part of learning, guys. That's exactly that's right, like trouble. Do you know um, how many times I've said to Henry, life isn't fair when we've been playing you know so pick up eight kid but mum i'm only four don't worry pick up eight now uh do you agree with the rules from you know well now that they've said that this is the rule are you going to change the way you play no of course you would it's like pool you know go to everyone's house Uh, if you play pool uh, everyone's got different rules you've got your house rules you stick to your house rules no our rules and they tell you what the rules are before you play see that's the thing okay you must tell what rules are in place before you have this game of Uno? Are you a Uno fan? Would love to know. What do you think of the rules? And do you have your own rules? Because you know how some people incorporate their own rules. Oh, some into people these... have some. Oh more, yeah, like some hectic rules. I'd yeah. love to hear about them on one triple three five three. Shane in Empire Bay. What are your Uno rules, buddy? Mate, I reckon you could pile on at least sixteen before it becomes a problem. As I totally agree with you. Draw four, draw four. If everyone's got to draw four and you started it, you'd be pretty ticked off for the yeah. comeback. Yeah. What about yeah. the draw but, two? Will you? Yeah, be in, it makes will, it go on, Penny. Sorry. Will, will you implement that into your home Uno game? Oh, a hundred percent, mate. We we used to play a lot when we go, you know, on holidays and it rains and stuff. So yeah, you know, it's a great game. But what makes it more interesting when you need four hands to hold your card? I I tend to agree with you, Shane. I don't think, even though you know have said you can't put a draw two on a draw two, I still think we will be implementing that when we play at home. Yeah, what do they know? They just invented the game. We can we can butcher it every way we want, mate. I agree with you wholeheartedly, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Have a great day, guys. Thank See you, ya. mate. Patty and Maz, the podcast. The great Kate Panic. Let's move oh, on. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. This is sweeping the world because yeah. Kate Middleton hasn't been seen for several months. It's Didn't been. Didn't she have an operation or something? She did. She had, well, the palace has said that she had abdominal surgery and they said she would be off royal duties and recovering until after Easter, which is a pretty decent recovery. So there's a couple of theories that are floating around the internet that I thought I would share with you. Okay, share a them. A couple with of us. people have claimed that they figured out what has happened to Kate Middleton. And this is on social media. It's just a screenshot of a Google search that says, how long does it take to regrow a fringe? And so the timing is three to four months. So one working theory is that Kate just had a really bad haircut. Mm. She's got a fringe put in there. Yeah, that does And happen. they were like, 
this is no good. You cannot be seen in public. It's three to four months out of the public eye to, regrow, fringe to, come back. to regrow the fringe into really? something that they might be able to make her look good again. That's one go. theory. Okay, I like that one. The second and final and my favourite theory is, yeah. again, a screenshot of a Google, Google search that says, how long does it take to recover from a BBL operation? It's a BBL. It's a Brazilian butt lift operation. Oh, <laughs> it's a two she, to, to three-month recovery. She's gone to Kim Kardashian. Has she really? <laughs> Because everyone does Can you imagine that? if Kate Middleton re-emerges <laughs> to royal duties with this giant <laughs> butt? <laughs> and Prince Andrew's filling in all his royal <laughs> duties. <laughs> oh, gee. Well, I'm sure she's she's going to be fine, guys. Look, I've got uh, an airline worker, Mazzy, is on the run in India. Okay. And what he's been accused What's of... What's happened? ...organising a $6 million visa scam for around five years from his desk. <laughs> and what he did, what he did, he's on the run... He's done about 5.8 mil and he's been going five years at just the check-in desk at London's Heathrow Airport Brilliant. where my daughter's going. And he worked at Terminal 5 and he's said to have charged customers $48,000 a time to abuse a loophole in order to fly them across the network without crucial visa documents. So You're he's, joking. He's just pocketing the cash. $48,000 at a time. As part of the scam, he got his clients, mostly from India, to fly to the UK on a temporary visitor visa where he then arranged for them to jet elsewhere. But in the meantime, he's he just taking the cash. 48000 Gee, that's a good that's business. A good. Bi- and six million bucks he's um, pocketed now on the run. Desk five, you said? <laughs> terminal five. Oh, Terminal five. Okay. <laughs> you need to. Patty and Mass, the podcast. And that's what we want to know this morning. Where are our worst roads on the Central Coast? Hands up. Where are the oh, dodgiest? showground roads. Showground oh, road. You need a four-wheel drive with those big, massive, fat tyres. Just, just to get through. Oh, jeez, it's dodgy. A serious, just dodgy. Dodgy plus. And if we get rain, it just gets washed out. Well, potholes. yeah, that's the problem. The rain and the potholes, isn't it? Yeah. Around our joint, so I'm in your minor, but we go sort of the back road to get, if we're going up to Carryong, and when you go yeah. under the train tracks there. I know where you are. I don't know the name of that street, but that whole sort of section is just Del Jawar. So this morning, we're going to compile a list and send it to Gordon and the council, because the council do it. They've they been need to know. Job. I mean, yeah. they've got $40 million to spend. Let's yeah. tell them where to spend it. Uh, yeah. Where are the dodgiest roads on the Central Coast? Could be out front of your joint. Yeah. One, two, three, five, three. Let's know. Good morning, Claudia in Summerland Point. Hey, how you going? Good, yeah, good. not too bad. Claudia, Dodgewar roads on the Central Coast. Oh, love. Sam's Boulevard in Summerland Point. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Sam's Boulevard, Summerland Point. Pam, 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 Sam's brother, Pam, no, no, sister. No. Let's let's try again. It's C, C for Charlie. Oh, Cam's, 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 Cam's. No wonder the council having a hard time finding it. The Cam's Boulevard. <laughs> so, is it really bad? <laughs> Love. Everybody's got to drive on the opposite side of the road just to be able to go down one part of it. Oh, okay. So that bad. And Cam's. Cam's Boulevard, Summerland Point. And such a nice part of the yeah. world. You on the water up there? 
Yes, sure are. Oh. Love it. Good on you, Claudia. Yeah, well, Cam's Boulevard. <laughs> Won't ever forget that street name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We're not dead. Oh. <laughs> Say you'll go blind. No, we went deaf. All right. Thank you, Claudia. We've got Bill from Mooney Mooney. G'day, Bill. Hello. How are we? Yeah, good, good mate. The worst. You... Dodge, yeah. Dodge Wire Roads on the coast. Jerry Cheerio Point. Cheerio Point? No, Cheerio Point. <laughs> Maloopa Road. Maloopa Road. Maloopa Road. At Cheerio Point. Maloopa. 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 We're having be... a shocker today. Okay. Sorry, oh, Bill. We would be terrible in the customer service oh, industry. Imagine us on those, what are those calling people? Oh, my gosh. Oh, Billy. If I, if I... If I said there was 150 potholes, I wouldn't be exaggerating. Wow, Billy, that's a lot of potholes. All right, Pothole paradise. We've got Nathan from Lizaro. G'day, Nathan. How you going, mate? Yeah, mate, okay. The Dodgewar Road's on the Central Coast. Whereabouts, mate? Um, in Lizaro, mate. I live behind the fields of Plume Park soccer fields, which they call Gilligan Island. Yeah. And my kids go to Lizaro Primary School, and that road, which is Tugger Street, there is no footpath, and the amount of kids, school kids, and even adults walking back from the train station. Oh, yeah. Because that road is so narrow. Yeah, oh, wow. Mate, yeah, yeah they've yeah. got to fix they've that up. Fix they that need up. a footpath there. Yeah, very much so. Very much yeah, so. I've got my two little ones that go to the Lizro Primary there, and we won't let them walk to school because of how dangerous it is. Yeah, good call. Patty and Maz, the podcast. Subscribe now, and you'll never miss an episode.